Welcome back to the Modern Real Estate Agents with Johnny and Lizzie Phillips. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us. It is a sunny day in Flowery Branch. Do we are we just going to report the weather to them every week? I mean, <laughs> weather people. That's that's a a big job. There's yeah. at least one. I'm obsessed with the weather. I look at it all, all the time. Yeah, it's bizarre. Actually, it's a Swede in me. Swedes, we talk about the weather, and it's an acceptable topic. You guys are so boring. Yeah, but the weather's very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who don't know anything about Sweden, when it gets sunny, it's a big deal. Yeah, I was talking to my mom today and she was like, it's going to be a high of 70 here. She's so depressed. It's been like a bad Swedish summer. Wow. It's really windy. That's the issue, the wind, because they can't go out on the boat. That's the thing. They live right there on the Kattegat. Kattegat. How do you remember that? I don't know. It's one thing I remember. Kattegat Skagerak. What, what does that mean? It's another one of the seas near us. Mm. I think it's further north. I'm pretty sure. If you guys don't know much about Sweden, if you're ever running from the law, go to Sweden and just like post up on one of the islands. They have a bazillion islands and they'll never find you. Yep. Naked people will find you. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm sad we're not going this year, but maybe next year. You just want to see me naked. I get enough of that (laughs) already. (laughs) Okay. And with that, Nathan will appreciate that one. You will. Nathan will love that. (laughs) Johnny was telling me that um, Nathan, and he's one of uh, people in our EXP organization, Mm -hmm. also a fellow pod listener. So I'm sure he's going to hear this. He was saying that he, he showed his girlfriend the last minute, I guess, of our episode when Johnny was being very inappropriate. Is it inappropriate if we're married? If you tell the world, maybe a little. (laughs) Anyways, guys, as promised, we have an exciting episode today. We are talking about objection handlers. Objection handlers. Um, We talk a lot about scripts. Yep. And actually, Rosie hit me up yesterday and she's like, hey, people want to see you do a live script day. That's terrifying. I know. I told her that. She told me that today when we had our meeting. I was like... He's going to shit his pants. Well, why do you think this morning I went in the office and I was like, okay. You were writing out script. I I came freshening up. So for all those of you who don't know, our office is in actually a gym space Mm -hmm. and I work out. So I worked out in the morning and then I went in there to the office with him and he's like handwriting out scripts. And I was like, I don't know what he's doing, but I'm getting out of here. I mean, so I have effective scripts that have been working, but I'm like, okay, if people are going to like look at this and study this. I really want to make sure I'm giving you the best possible information. So today I actually started uh, trying out a different script, you know, just trying to widen my horizons to see if it was effective. Was it? Well, I remember I got into one call and forgot, ex- forgot where I was going with the script at all. Like <laughs> Script it, practice. We got to start a script practice. A script practice. We like, need to, maybe we should start a script practicing group with everybody. That would be fun. But it, oh my gosh, like a guys! Script practicing call, and we can divide yes. people into twos. <gasps> I just came up with a brilliant idea. Okay, hit us up if you think this is a good idea. If we should do a script practicing, that would group. be fun. You Zoom, know. Maybe a Zoom call, like once a week or something. I'd be down, down to clown. Just let us know if you think this is a good idea. Yeah. Um, anyway, all so, that to say, I felt like I was a newbie because I just got like so caught off guard. I don't know how I got so caught off guard. But uh, I also just, it did end well. I have an appointment. Uh, you do? You didn't tell me that. Well, you didn't ask. Well, I, I asked how it went. It's usually you should tell me the first thing is you set an appointment. I have to set appointments. Remember, that's that's what I get paid to do. Yep. Yep. Well, good job. Thanks. When is it? Uh, Monday. Oh, cool. Yep. And? Better not be at one o'clock. 
I know. I almost had another appointment at one o'clock and I had to move it. Um, and what? With John from commercial. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Good stuff. What else? Uh, oh, so I called the super cheap FISBO today. It was like a $70,000 single wide. And I was like, Lizzie's going to be so mad, but I'm going to call it. I got to test out this new script. You're like, whatever. No, Ex- what do I have to lose on this listing? Well, I called it. Okay. Not only does she have that, she has two more properties she wants to sell. Is that what your appointment's for? No, it's a different one. So did you get that appointment? Well, she lives two hours away. Oh. So it's all going to be done like virtually, but yeah. You got it? Sure. Yeah, I got it. What? High five. This is, this is what happens when we don't communicate. We just communicate over the podcast about what we've done today. Um, Today's been busy. So all, all that to say, guys, coming full circle again, um, objection handlers. Top five objection handlers is what we're doing today. Right. So those go hand in hand with script, with scripts. Yeah. You right. got to know what you're going to say to them. And then when it's they say exactly something, what, it is. Yes. what are you going to say back? Uh, this is an opportunity for you to anticipate someone saying something that's going to try and trip you up and you being ready, yeah. you, learning the plays. So this, this episode is a shout out to Natalie. She is the one who requested this and thank you, Natalie. Here you go. So I think what we're going to kind of do, which is a little bit backwards because Johnny's normally the one that does the scripts, Yes, but the, I did do the show notes for this. Lizzie so I know what I'm saying. One by the horns. So we're letting her direct the, the ship. I've here. got the power. So if it sucks, it was her. <laughs> Whatever. This is going to be our most listened to episode. Watch. It probably will be. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to play buyer. No, I'm seller. Seller or buyer, I'm depending seller. on which objection yeah, it is true. actually. And Lizzie is going to play agent. Well, okay. So this first one doesn't go directly into script because there's a few different ways you could handle it. And then you could also handle it in a script. Well, I think that's good. You're giving them four different ways to yeah, for this attack one. this one. Yeah. yeah. So... What's the first one? So the first first one is, we can't sell until we have a place to buy. Who has heard this in the past two years? I'm raising both hands. <laughs> Everyone has heard this. So, sorry, I'm drinking a caffeinated beverage. <laughs> and I don't normally do that. And I'm just going to burp this whole time. I'm going to yeah. stop drinking it. Um, okay, so. So yeah, I can't sell until I have a, until I have a place to buy. What do, you, what do you expect me to do? So we have recommended this to several different buyers and we actually have some buyers who are using this now mm-hmm. currently mm-hmm. called Knock. We have talked about it before. We're not sponsored by them, but sh- if you want to sponsor us, be. you know, let us know. <laughs> but Knock is, in a, is a really cool program where is the the seller can buy their next house first. Knock will fund that mm-hmm. conventional loan give them six months to sell their previous home and they're only paying the mortgage on... On the new house. On the new house. I was like, is it the new or the old house? They're only paying one of the mortgages for six months. It's only a 1% fee, guys. 1.25. Oh, they raised it. That's right. I I know it's 1.25. They just raised it. I remember. They went from one to 1.25. But still, 1.25 is stupid low because they also don't have like originating fees. They they don't have a lot of different fees that a traditional lender would have. So it kind of is a wash. It is. When you compare it side by side, it really is a wash. And if they don't sell their house in six months, they have a predetermined price that Knock has determined that they will just buy it for them, from them. I have one actually happening in our neighborhood. And this particular seller got an offer from Knock for four twenty five for their house. And they would be okay with that. Yeah, they were like, whoa, that's actually a lot higher than I thought a guaranteed offer would be. I was like, yeah. hey, cool. Glad it helps, guys. Yeah, so they have they, they've signed on that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah. they're happy with that. That's so, happening. <laughs> excuse me. 
just going to die today. It's fine. Don't, don't die. <laughs> I think I just choked on my spit this time. We're God. good. <laughs> Um, one other option is to see if they can float both mortgages. If they don't want to sell before they buy and they don't want to use knock, which is dumb, they could maybe be pre-approved to buy another one and then you sell their house. Or like, let's say it could be a close timeline. Sure. And floating both mortgages, I don't think actually is super difficult for a lot of people. I think that what's difficult is coming up with a down payment for your second house without selling your first one. That's probably the biggest hurdle. Well, yeah, they could also look at doing like a bridge. That's yeah. what knock kind of does. That's what knock does. is. Yeah, yeah, it's a bridge loan. Yeah. Um, another thing is, guys, with the shifting market, you might get a contingency to sell a house accepted. Things are sitting longer. Why not? I mean, you could try it. And I mean, the, the other, the flip side of that coin is whoever you're making that offer to knows that things are slowing down. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, well, things are going to be slowing down for you too. So it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, exactly. And I think that sellers are scared of contingencies now because there's been a market of two years with no contingencies being accepted. Oh, sure. So they're like, well, we don't want to accept one even now, but they may have to. And it, it may take a while for that to become the norm again. Yeah, yeah. So then the script that kind of goes along with this, and I have to preface this with a lot of these scripts are Tom Ferry scripts, just so you guys know, if you know him and guys, follow him. when I was a teacher, we called it collaboration, not stealing. Yeah. And some, that's of this is our, today. some of this is our own stuff, but we, we do have a lot of his scripts. So, um, we can't sell until we have a place to buy. Terrific. Have you seen a home that you want to put a contract on? No. no. Oh yeah. Okay. I was speaking for you cause you're being very delayed. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Let me go ahead and schedule time with my buyer agent. If you guys are on a team or if you're a team leader, then this mm -hmm. would work for you. If not, let's go ahead and schedule a time so that I can help you find the perfect home. In the meantime, I can be working on getting your home sold. That way, when we get a contract on your home, we can put in an offer on your number one choice, close both homes the same day, and move only once. Won't that be great? I love this one. I absolutely love this one because you're putting the ball back in their court and saying, yeah, I understand what you want. Yeah. I hear you. So let's go ahead and start shopping. But while we're doing that, let's get the ball rolling on selling your house too. And let's try and work it out that you only have to move once. I mean, how great is that? Yeah. I feel like that's a great script. For sure. I, I really like that one. So I think it's a good way that like, you know, you do need to go ahead and get your house on the market. No matter what, the house needs to be on the market to be able to start looking that, if you have to sell prior. Bingo. If you're not doing something like knock or a bridge loan, then that just has to be the go-to guys. Yep. So I think that kind of handles that objection pretty well. Yeah. Number two. You know, I like you, but I have a friend in the business. So I've got two objection handles for this one. Mm -hmm. First one is very simple. It's if you were looking for a doctor to perform surgery, would you just use your friend who's a doctor or would you look for the best for you and your family? Same thing goes for looking for an agent. Definitely. So I think that's a pretty good one. Um, and then have you ever done business with a friend before? Sometimes we find that it can ruin a friendship if something goes wrong. As much as I would love to be your friend after this transaction and earn your business for life, if something crazy happens, you won't have to see me all the time. Right. And this is something that I've seen um, potential clients actually say to me. I actually sat down mm -hmm. across the table with a FISBO 
And that was something that she brought up. She's like, my friend sold me this house and it was a terrible experience and I'm never working with friends again. Yeah, you can also go into telling a story about, hey, let me tell you about right? a client that I had recently who, who no longer will work with friends. And let me explain to you why. Guys, when we're talking about huge sums of hundreds of thousands of dollars and then commission that can be anywhere, you know, $5,000, $10,000, $30,000, that's a lot of emotion there. Yeah. Do you want that between you and a best friend? I don't. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we work with friends. Like we obviously, we do rely on a lot of sphere businesses. So this is a tricky one because obviously you want to honor someone who has a relationship mm-hmm. with another agent. We don't want to go out there and just steal people. But I do think it does, you should put some doubt in their mind that do you really want to work with a friend? I think we've lost, we, I know we've lost transactions because people don't want to reveal their financials to us as friends. And that's okay, guys. Yeah. That's okay. You're not going to win them all. So, but I think that, you know, or you could say, look, you know, if you're really, if it's really, really bad and you're like, it's, I don't know if it's family, same thing with family. these objections work for family too, yes. even more so. So like, I'm really willing to pay a 25% referral fee so that you can get an agent Ooh, to negotiate good. on your behalf and they still win. That's a good one. And especially I would that's say- That's a 25% with, commission referral yeah. fee. That These days that's kind of low. That is low, especially if you're buying leads from like Op City or something and you're going to pay out- At least 30. Yeah, 30 at the end of the well, day. Well, you anyway. don't buy leads off Op City. They, right. You don't pay till it closes, but- But um, I think that that referral is a great way to make it a win-win situation because the other side is, oh, if you didn't go with family, that person may not show up to the family reunion. Yeah. Okay. But if you have an honest conversation and say, listen, we're going to give you the referral because we understand the family relationship- but we also want to respect the distance that you guys need so yeah. I can represent them. I almost did a deal recently where, um, I don't even remember. Oh, so I, it was an off-market property that I had that I was mm-hmm. selling. And one of the, we had three buyers come in that were off-market. Oh, yeah. One of the buyers, their daughter-in-law was a real estate agent. And she's pretty well known in the area. And so they were like, if they they did submit an offer, they did not end up winning. But if they would have gotten it, they were like, we're, because they were just going to use me to handle the mm-hmm. whole transaction to save a lot of commission. This was a very high price point. And so they were like, we're, we're up Shit's Creek. She's going to be pissed at us. And I was like, that's your decision at the end of the day. Right. They were like, we'll give her something outside of it. And she was going to get the listing of their house. I'm like, yeah, she would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. All so... Right. Um, this one is a really, this is a strong objection that we get a lot. Yeah, if you're and, working with FISBOs, this and is what you're going to get. Not only FISBOs, but anybody who may be interviewing agents. Sure, sure. But specifically FISBOs. So this one is, I can't afford the commission. How many times have we heard that? Can you, can you lower your commission? <laughs> mm, Lord, don't talk to me about lowering yeah. commission. Mm-mm. So... You know, something that you can you can say to them is only 11% of sellers actually see, succeed at selling for sale by owner. And if they do, those for sale by owner homes sell for about 26% less on average than agented properties. My commission's only 6%. Exactly. So, net, you know, the net there is still a 20% loss. I mean, that's insane. That, Anybody who does FISBO blows my mind, but whatever, it's beside, beside the point. Right. I would definitely start pulling out those statistics. Yep. Start saying, do real numbers with them. Work real numbers. In one of our forms that I have 
for for sale by owners. I have a list of what our average sale price is compared to what the MLS is. Oh, yeah. And it shows dollar for dollar how much more money I would make them on average. And we have at least four houses that we've sold for sale by owners that they tried selling for a long period of time at a mm-hmm. lower price. We listed it at a higher price and got them what they wanted for it. That or more. Yeah. Or more. Yeah, for sure more than what they wanted for mm-hmm. it because they listed, ended up listing higher with us. So, so you know we showcase those things. And if you have those successes, that's what you need to be doing. Yeah. And if you don't and you're at a brokerage or you're on a team, find your team stats or find your brokerage stats. See if there's, you know, stats from your actual brokerage Bingo. that puts you mm-hmm. in as one of the top brokerages in the area. I would say if you're not at one of the top brokerages in the area... Maybe look into it. I mean, I mean, we're not at one of the top brokerages in the area, but if you look in the country with the fastest growing brokerage in the country, bingo. so there's something with that. Oh, I had to make that script today. I had to tell that to someone. He's like, so who do you work with? And I was like, I work with EXP. It's the fastest growing brokerage in the country. It just hasn't really made it here to Georgia yet. So you probably haven't heard of it. And guess He's what? like, okay. Yeah, didn't skip no, a beat. Nobody just kept going. I have never once had someone not hire me because of the brokerage I work with. No, no one cares. No matter what brokerage I'm with. No one cares. Clients don't care. You think that in your head, oh, I need to be with a name, a big name brokerage that mm-hmm. everybody has heard of that has clout. No, nobody literally cares. They're working with you. They're not working with the Yeah, brokerage. no, they're working with you. You are the brand at that point. Anyway, moving on. So this one I kind of like. I think it's a little bit sassy, so I like it. <laughs> it is. This one is a little sassy. Um, so it's, you know, can't afford the commission. Um, I want to, you know, for sale by owner, sell my house by myself. Mm-hmm. You can try it. Lots of people do. It's like going to Vegas. Millions of people go. And every now and then someone hits the jackpot. But the vast majority of people lose money or Vegas wouldn't be there. Every now and then a seller hits the jackpot. But the vast majority needs a realtor or the real estate industry wouldn't be here. I mean... Hello. Mic drop. I only know <laughs> right. What is I the think it's so good. To that. You could also say something about like the lottery. You could you could substitute Vegas for the lottery. Sure. Um, but it is a good point. You know, if everyone could do it, then we wouldn't have jobs. I exactly. Mean, no one. It's obviously a needed right. profession. Bingo. It's like probably one of the fastest growing professions. It was probably in the last two years. Oh lord. Yeah. I think that's gonna go down. Sorry, still burping with my drink because I keep drinking it. <laughs> Move on, move on. Also, you know what I realized? I did my hair, I did my makeup, and I never changed my clothes after working out. So I still stink is what I'm trying to say. Good thing I have the worst sense you do. of smell. It's like the luckiest thing for me. <laughs> you have like permanent <laughs> COVID, I think. Okay, so this one is continuing on with the commission, but it's more so if you're up against another agent. So like mm-hmm. another agent said that they would cut their commission. Yeah, and I've encountered this one before and so funny. Go ahead and do this. What? Well, I was just thinking about this uh, this listing I have now. Oh yeah, we came sure. crawling back to me after their discount person couldn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know you're right. There are a lot of desperate agents out there, and I'm a little concerned. Can I tell you why? Do you own anything more valuable than this home? No. Could you say this is your most valuable possession? Yes. If an agent is so desperate that they're willing to broadcast the fact that they don't think they have value as a realtor, then I'm confused. Is that the type of person you want sitting across from the negotiating table trying to negotiate you a better price? 
where you're talking about a person who has already admitted that he or she doesn't even see the value in himself or herself. Is that the type of person you want to represent you in the most valuable transaction of your life? The answer is no. Good. Then <laughs> let's get this paperwork <laughs> taken care of so I can get to work for you. Bingo. And uh, there's a, a very much abbreviated version of that. Yeah. If, if I'm willing to discount my commission for you, how am I going to negotiate on your behalf? Bingo. I mean, why would I, why, if I can't keep protect my money, why would I protect your money? The logic is there. Yeah. If I'm not willing to protect my own paycheck, then I sure as hell, I'm not going to be willing to protect what you're taking what home. What you make. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And if they can be like, well, you make less, the lower my price goes. Yeah. By like a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's normally not that much if we're in the ballpark of pricing your home. And if you sit down and do the math and someone's like, oh, they'll do it for half a percent less. Okay, that's like $2,000 maybe, depending on your market. And if they're not going to market your house the way I will and give you um, as much marketing and as much just um, in front of the public eye and really and just trying. proactive marketing. Yes, you know, we're constantly marketing. calling people. We are on the phones we're not just, you know, we've, for this listing Johnny just took, he door knocked the whole neighborhood. We put flyers out at every single house. Mm -hmm. This is two different instances. Yep. I mean, his, the last agent, did they do any of that? No. Hell no. No, they put it up with non-professional pictures. It was, it was just a rat's nest. Yeah. And is that, is all of that really worth $2,000 to someone? To probably sell it for less anyways. Exactly. It's just yeah. mind blowing. Um, this one is they had a bad experience in the past with an agent mm -hmm. and we, we usually find that there's really the main, the main reason for someone having a bad experience in the past is poor communication. Bingo. And I don't think there's, I find that this one actually is more of a blessing than anything for you guys. If someone's had a bad experience, yes. yeah, then it, you can shine. Uh, it's awesome. And this works great with expireds. Because everyone's pissed off that their house didn't sell the first time. And they're going to tell you exactly why. Why and what their agent yep. did not do they're right. They're going to be eager to tell you. So I would say something to do is like think through what are all the reasons someone might not like their agent. I think we're going to hit on the top one, which is communication. Bingo. But I think sit through and think through, okay, what are the other reasons someone, you know, they didn't get me top dollar. We'll show them how you're going to get them top dollar. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I don't know. What else? I mean, yeah, uh, Always, always communication. Well, I feel and like... No matter what, it boils down to communication. It really, it does. And you guys have to understand that there are a lot of people who feel like you make too much money anyway, that you don't deserve your money. Yeah. There are a lot of people who think that you just put a sign in the yard and enter something in the MLS and then you go home and sit down. One, don't be the agent that does that because there are those agents out there. Mm -hmm. But two, prove to them what you're doing differently. We have a three-part guarantee... Well, let's, let me start with this okay, first and go. then we'll get to it. Go. So yeah, most of the time is poor communication. What you can say to them is let me show you how I communicate more mm -hmm. than the average agent. And for us, we say, not only do you get me when you list your home, you also have my wife who is our marketing specialist and our transaction coordinator who takes you from contract to close. If anything, you will be over communicated with about what is going on with your house. I like that. So, I mean, then that's literally three people who are communicating with you, not just one person mm -hmm. who's juggling 10 other listings. You have three people who are designated to speak with you. And, and that's going to put people's minds at ease because what they don't want is to hand you their listing and just go dark. 
Yeah. You go dark and they don't know what's going on and they just feel like nothing is going on, even if things are going on. Yeah. Over communicate all the time. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I was saying we have a three part guarantee. Yeah. This is part of our communication mm-hmm. guarantee sort of. So when I'm talking to people and we just came up with this a couple of weeks ago, and I think it's a great way to um, kind of stop a lot of objections and their tracks mm-hmm. is we have a 28-day guarantee where if after 28 days you are not happy with the job we're doing for you, no matter what the term of the contract is, we'll part ways, no hard feelings, no questions asked. Well, okay. first of all, what it tells them is you can't just get out of your contract at any time. That's Yes, it does. Which you really can, but they don't know that. <laughs> no. Well, and a lot of people are afraid they're going to get locked in for three or six months and be stuck with someone. So you're also giving them that reassurance that, oh, you have some power. Mm-hmm. even though they technically have a lot more power than that. Yeah, but they have 28-day guarantee. Mm-hmm. We have a communication guarantee. Every time a week goes by that we don't give you some kind of feedback or we don't talk to you, we're going to give you $100 out of pocket at closing. So we're saying, look, you're going to have communication. We're willing to give you $100 to say that we will. Yeah, we're holding ourselves accountable yeah. by our wallet Yeah, that we're going to be communicating with you. Yep. And that's not hard, guys. I just sent a text message before we came on to one of my sellers about some feedback I got. That was easy. Yeah, you've, you've talked to him now. Checkbox, <laughs> done. Which you talked to him more than that, but I do, it's but still for sure a way that you're going to be communicating. Yep. Um, the last thing is our marketing guarantee. And we just have listed out everything that we do for marketing, photography, you know. Yep, guys, list it out. They want to see it. It's going to make them feel overwhelmed with, oh my goodness, this person does so much. Social media, like all the different things in the list that we do. Because again, you have to understand in the minds of these sellers, you don't do enough. Yeah. So show them that you're doing more than they expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Move on. I think this is five. I lost count of the numbers. No, yeah, whatever. Yeah, this is five. So this one is an interesting one. And I think this that we really wanted to touch on this because we're going to have a harder time not necessarily getting listings. We may have more listings coming up, Mm -hmm. but you're going to be competing against other agents who are going to get the listing there and say, oh, we can list your house a little bit higher than that person said, or they're going to go a little bit higher when we know that if you have higher days on market, more active listings, more new listings, you are going to take longer to sell your house, the higher you go. It is what it is. Yes. So what this one is, is why is your list price higher than the last agent that came through? You mean lower? Lower, sorry. My brain's not working. Right. So you're sitting down, they're interviewing multiple agents and they say, oh, okay, well, your CMA says that ours is is lower priced than everyone else's. Why is that? Um, It's kind of confusing, isn't it? I mean, you interview four agents and you get four different prices, right? You're probably thinking, why did this person come in with such a low price? Doesn't he want my listing? Well, my answer is yes and no. You see, there is a big difference in the way that I operate and the most and the way most agents operate. Most agents manipulate the computer to show figures that they think you want to hear, and you probably and you probably want to know why. Well, most agents don't do a lot of business. Getting your listing makes them feel like they're accomplishing something. Whereas I, on the other hand, do blank number of sales per year by telling nice people like you the truth. Right. And guys, you can go into that even deeper and say, listen, if someone's willing to market your house at a price that they know is too high, then they're expecting one of two things to happen. 
one, them not to sell this house, or two, they're going to come back and demand a price reduction from you later. Yeah. And would you rather do that or would you rather list it correctly the first time? Well, and I, I've heard another objection handled to that is, you know, when another agent's going to list it higher, then you can say to them, are they willing to put in writing that they're not going to price reduce your house? The answer to that question is always no. no. They're never going to do that because they're going to take a high listing. They're going to drop the price, drop the price, drop the price because the longer that house sits on the market, the more buyer leads that they're getting to come in. I mean, that's they're just true. looking for leads. And that's a good, I mean, ooh, that's kind of pointed. I like that. But, yeah, I mean, use that. I mean, there's yeah. so many different ways to attack this. I've heard that as a, a handler. No, I like they that. just want to put a sign in your yard. They don't mm-hmm. care how high the price is because they're still going to get bites. Bingo. People are going to call on that sign as they drive by even. Are they working for you or are you working for them at that point? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, guys, get sassy out there. <laughs> I do feel what like that's what do. the, <laughs> that should be the, the title is get sassy out there. Get sassy out there. <laughs> no, I think these are good. I think that was all pretty much that we had. Wow, this is going to be a shorter episode, but last week was longer. So yeah, it kind of balances okay. out. But I think you guys... This is something you just need to practice. If you don't have it practiced, you are not going to know what to say in the moment. You will forget everything that I just told you if you are not reading these scripts out loud. Uh, Yes, guys, I don't have a good memory. Isn't that right, babe? Oh, fact. I say all the time that he probably has a brain tumor. It's it's probably true. I'm uh, like, we mildly need to just go get you a CT so that I can have my mind just, at ease. Just, you know, casually. I'll be like, literally, we just had this conversation. <laughs> but it, it, it goes the same way for scripts for me, guys. I have to sit down and read them. I have to watch them getting done. I used to listen to them on um, a re- recording in the car. Mm-hmm. And I probably should go back to doing that. That was a really good idea. Yeah, I used to do that. Every, I told, I think I told you guys this. Every time before I went to a listing, I listened to my listing appointment. I loved that. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Yes, guys, listen to them, read them, recite them, know them. You don't have to say them word for word, but if you don't know them word for word, then you're not going to know what to say. Yeah. You're just going to get stuck and you're going to look like a buffoon. <laughs> a buffoon. A buffoon. <laughs> So, um, yeah, reach out to us if you guys want to start a, if we want to start some kind of a script practicing Zoom. I think that would be an interesting thing for us to do. That would be mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, Razi is going to get on this whole live thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She's going to figure out when you're doing it and yep. put that up. Yep. Okay. Guys, I'm going to do calls live and that makes me sweat. <laughs> Makes okay. me sweat for you. <laughs> and this is the hard thing is like, you don't know what's going to come on the other end. Like so it yeah, could be a dud day. It could be a good day. It just doesn't, you don't right? know. So I watched, I watched a video this morning of a guy doing calls live. And I thought to myself, did he do them live or did he record them and then decide, all right, this is the good snippet we're going to put out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's not what's going to happen here. You guys are going to see this guy. Just fail. <laughs> no, I think you'll do great. It just, it all, it all depends on who you get on the phone is the, or it, if you even get anyone on the phone. It does depend. And you guys have to be fluid. You know, I went into that $170,000 single wide. Just being like, whatever. Exactly. And guess what? I got way off script and I'm glad I did because I may have gotten three listings out of it. Are the other two any better? Are they all like single wide? <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, they're a little better. Um, they're not great. Okay. Well, they're three better. is better than one. Exactly. I'll take three <laughs> mediocres. Give us the ball. Yeah, I'll we need it. the numbers. That's the thing for we us do. to hit icon status. We have to have numbers of That's transactions. Exactly what I thought of. I was like, I'll take That's that. Three units. Yeah, <laughs> we go on accounts. units. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think. Anybody? Has anyone sent me anything good lately? I don't know. I haven't been on social media. I know. You're off social media. I've done it for a whole week. How's it feel? Great. You guys. I, oh, I also did my solo retreat. I guess I yes. need to report back on all these things that you have did. happened. You put a, um, a coat tree in front of the door. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> so I did this solo retreat and it was in, ironically, Murphy, North Carolina, which is where Tim and Julie Harris live, but I did not see them. I wasn't going to see them, but it was just where the cheapest Airbnb that I liked was. I would have gone to see them. I know. Maybe we'll have to go see them when we go to Blairsville for watch yeah. uh, McCallits. They're not going to want to see us. Probably not. They're going to be like, we don't know who you are. <laughs> Actually, they're going to be like, we know who you are. We don't want to see you guys. <laughs> no, we, we don't like you. Because we're challenging their podcast. No. Um, that's the Never mind. I'm not going to go on the tangent right now. Yep, Anyways, yep. Solar Retreat was really great. I read two books. Trashy novels that everyone likes, apparently. It wasn't trashy novel, but I did read a call, two Colleen Hoovers. Uh, actually, I guess I technically read like two and a half books while I was there in two days. That's really impressive, isn't it? That is a lot of books. Um, so I read November 19th and Ugly Love, both very, very good. I think I liked November 19th better. What happened on November 19th? You got to read it. <laughs> You're never going to read it, no. but it's super good. So for, for the person who someone put on, Johnny sent to me a screenshot of someone who was like, I love Colleen. Hoover. Yes, yes, that happened. And talking about Verity, which Verity is one of the best. It's crazy. So anyways. It's not even a real word. Why do you always look at my hair? It drives me crazy. It makes me so self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> he just stares at my hair when he's looking at me like there's something wrong with me. Maybe that's what you guys need to be doing on listing appointments is staring at people's foreheads. It makes them nervous. <laughs> no, it, that's like the opposite. <laughs> should not be making someone nervous. Sounds like something uh, Dwight Schrute would do. Probably. And that's probably <laughs> why he's never been a real estate agent or never will be. Um, anyways, and so... Where was I? Oh, I read the books. Mm -hmm. I read another book about social media addiction. That was really good. Mm -hmm. I was actually a mediocre, but it was decent. Um, and then I went to an olive oil tasting. <laughs> God, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, they have like an olive oil tasting room. So I did that. And then, uh, yeah, so I was in the middle of the woods on like five acres. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, I couldn't even see any houses. There were other houses on the street, but I couldn't see anything. It was in a cabin. And it is so quiet. I have never been somewhere more quiet in my life. And so I even sleep with a sound machine, but there was like thunder and lightning and fireworks because it was 4th of July. Mm -hmm. And so I was terrified being by myself. I've never, I don't think I've ever stayed by myself in my life like that. That's so bizarre. I kind of would, would expect you I to know. do that. I don't think I ever have. Like in somewhere by myself remotely. Like I've never done that. So I, they had this like massive like tree log coat hanger thing and I like pushed it in front of the door so that nobody could break in. And if they did, I would hear it. This reminds me of the time that you stayed in the random Airbnb in Atlanta when my dad was in the hospital. Do you remember that first night? I'm having like a vague memory, but I don't remember staying there. 
Wait, what? No, okay. So dad went to Yeah, Emory. wait. I, I stayed on the couch. Yeah. You went to a random Airbnb there in Midtown. And I did? It, I don't even remember that. Yeah, it was like in a place where there other people were staying, like there were other people sleeping. And I don't remember this at all. Like I remember that happening. Oh yeah, it was like I a thought, hostel situation. I thought I ended up staying in a hotel. No, I did. I ended up staying in a hotel. You left the hostel? No, you were like, no, you're going to stay in a hotel. We couldn't find anything. Okay, I guys. I know I stayed in a hotel. I'm, I remember this now. That's I stayed in bad, a hotel. That's how Johnny's bad my memory. memory is. I just and made that up. I made the you memory did. up. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I got a problem. I got a problem. I'm like, no, I remember staying in a hotel room. It was like a nice hotel room too. It was big. I remember this now. Yeah. Well, I was on the nice side of Emory too. I think we had looked up an Airbnb, but I was like, I'm not staying there. I was pregnant too at the time. And that's a true story. Yeah. I could have sold the baby. Not Johnny. The baby was so tiny. It would have been Liam. <laughs> the baby would have been Liam. Um, anyways, so that was a really good, it was a good time away. Good story. What was the other thing that happened that I was, I was talking about? Solar retreat, social media. Yeah. Social media has been very, mm-hmm. very good. I highly recommend this. I think that when I do come back on in August, I will limiting, be limiting my consumption of it, but I will get back to posting. I think that's what I really need to work on is like no longer watching people's stuff, yeah. doing things like that, but just posting. So contributing to the problem. That's um, what I'll be back doing. <laughs> Joanne actually called me and she's like, is everything okay? <laughs> is Lizzie okay? <laughs> right. She was very concerned. I was I'm like, sure she was. Yeah. was My like, social fine. media guru. Mm-hmm. She's like, how could she ever? I needed to, you guys. I'm very self-aware now. It was a problem. It was a problem. I think it's helped a lot. I've, I feel better about myself. Okay. Yesterday she's like, I haven't seen my phone for hours. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, I don't even, I left my phone at the house for like probably two hours. I didn't even know I left it at the house. I thought I had it with me, but I didn't even look for it. That's crazy. That's one week of being off social media. Well, keep your phone on you. Why? Because you're a real estate agent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the thing is like, I used to be so anal about having my phone at all times and always on sound so that if anybody ever reached me, like, um, I have a life too, guys. It's That's okay. True. If I don't respond to somebody in two hours, nothing is a real estate emergency. No such thing. So that's yep. a takeaway that you have today is put your phones down. Nobody will die from real estate. That's right. <laughs> People could die otherwise. But. <laughs> Unless the house falls on them like the Wicked Witch. Yes. It's happened. We got to do before. our question of the week. Um, Although technically we answered like five questions I was going to say if, you know, if people are still with us after all that. Crazy jazz with the... Wow, I just talked for like five minutes. Y- Sorry. At least. Again, we're at just least. back to what not to do on a listing appointment. <laughs> Don't talk about yourselves. Um, question, question, question. I have a good question. Go. What's your favorite ice cream from an ice cream truck? Isn't that a good question? I don't know if I've ever bought ice cream out of an <gasps> ice cream truck. Are you serious? I swear to God. I don't think it's ever happened. You've seen our ice cream trucks here. Yeah, I wouldn't go to them either. To no, be fair. they're like, <laughs> like creepy mobiles. Yeah, with stickers all over them. Yeah. Uh-uh. Nope, not going. I mean, I feel like that's that. what mine were as a kid, but like we went to them. No shit, no, I didn't do that. I was just thinking about it because yesterday, my mom had mentioned it while Liam was on the phone, and he kept going ice cream truck, ice cream truck. I'm like, I can't just make an ice cream truck up here, kids. Sorry. I don't think I've ever seen one come through here. Okay, well, I am very basic, and I love the like American. Rocket. The rocket ones, that was called. Oh, the red, white, and blue rockets? Yeah. I like that a lot. 
And the push pop ones, the toilet paper rolls. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. It's like orange, it's like orange cream schools and the push pops. Oh yeah. The Flintstone. Flintstones. Yeah. yeah. But we just bought those at Walmart like everyone else. Yeah. But the ice cream, I hope an ice cream truck comes through. If it does, I'm going to go buck wild does, and run and be the flag it down. <laughs> Liam's going to get an ice cream from the ice cream truck. Okay. Well, good. 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 So you don't have a favorite? If no. you thought, what, what what would you pick if you thought it would be on an ice cream truck? <laughs> I don't know. Like Nutty Buddies. Those are, okay. I love Nutty like Buddies. The, the cone ones? Yeah. That's what I would get. I would get that Nutty Buddy cone. Mm-hmm. Nutty Buddies. Give me that shit. So now you guys are thinking about ice cream. Sorry. Right. But it's hot as hell. So It is. Okay. It is. Well, we went long on this one because we were bantering. Banter. I was just talking. It wasn't even bantering. I know. It wasn't even. <laughs> it was just stories about hall trees. Um, hall trees? Isn't that what the coat hanger things are called? A hall tree? Hall tree is a thing, guys. What? I've never Look heard it up. that. Look it up. I like, Everyone okay. is listening right now well, saying, yeah, I know what know a hall tree is. What is a hall tree? I'm looking this shit up. Oh, you're really going to look it up Because, right yes. Like H-A-L-L-T-R-E-E? Yeah. Oh, look. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I've never heard this in my life. Okay, so that's not at all what she was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a hall tree is like a little cubby thing with hangers is yep. what it looks like. Mine was literally like a tree trunk that's maybe six inches in diameter with little like spokes off the side of it for hanging coats. I'm just imagining just hundreds of people in their cars saying, coat hanger. It was just a coat hanger. That's all it's called. Is that what it's called? No. A coat hanger is like the thing that you hang a shirt on. Or okay, well, you tell me what it's called. I don't know. Maybe it is a coat hanger. <laughs> maybe it is. I don't know. Um, yeah, we have gone very off topic today into home decor. Maybe it is a coat hanger. Okay, so it was a coat hanger that was like a tree. Okay. Well, this has been a really good episode. Leave these people Hope alone. Hope this one makes it into the top 10. If it does, <laughs> then you guys just need more friends. Okay, Sorry. bye. Okay, bye.